This is episode 7 of season 3 of the Runner Girls podcast. On tonight's show, we'll be talking about great smartphone apps for running. Our scavenger hunt list for this week is a trampoline, a motorcycle, a street sign, a puppy, and a white picket fence. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And this is season three of Runner Girls. Three women brought together by a love of running who are training to run a 5K in 30 minutes or less. Yes, and hoping to run one of these days and get to that point sometime. (laughs) (laughs) I keep coming back to that because that's how we always open the show. So then it gets me thinking about that again. It's like, oh yeah, I need to do that sometime. But it's not been on my mind so much lately. Things have been really crazy here. Jeff started a job in Boston. I think I mentioned that before. He's been working in Boston. But um, a couple weeks ago, we got in a car accident. And on top of that, we've been having more car trouble. So currently, we are sharing one car. And so what we've been doing is I've been driving him to the bus station in the morning so he can take the bus to Boston and I can have his car during the day. But because he works so early, I have to bring him to the bus station at three in the morning (gasps) and (laughs) every day. And I get back here and cannot get back to sleep. And so my sleep schedule has been all messed up. I I have been falling back asleep, but at like six in the morning. So by the time I have to get up for work, there's no time left for running. So my running has been a disaster, but yeah, I'm, I'm getting through, (laughs) um, but I'm hoping to get my car back this week. It, I I brought it to one mechanic and they fixed one thing and then I had to bring it to another place where they doing work on my transmission and um, I've only had it a few years. I'm, I'm, I, I need my car. <laughs> I'm oh. sorry. <laughs> I'm not functioning well this week if you can't tell. But hopefully you girls are doing better. So Katie, how are you doing? Uh, exhausted. Um, the, the kids have been back to school now. This is, this will be the first full week with students, but they started last week. And of course, before that, we had a full week of professional development meetings all day. Um, and then actually one whole day in our classrooms to actually get ready for the kids, which was nice. (laughs) No sarcasm there at all. And, um, it's just been, exhausting. I can't really find a better word to sum it up. I'm really glad to be back and glad to meet all of my new students. Um, But our enrollment is way up this year at the school that I teach. We are over 2,200 students. And Mm. yeah, so um, until they reach a certain date that proves that we have that enrollment for the rest of the year, they the county won't give us any more allocations to hire new teachers. So all of our classes have 30 or more kids in it right oh, now. Wow. Yeah. So it's a lot of new faces, a lot of new names to learn um, on top of all the regular back to school stuff with, uh, you know, getting the kids to where they need to be and, and helping out with duty mm. all over the campus. And we have an open campus, so it's set up a lot more like um, a college campus, really, than a regular high school. We we have different buildings all over. You know, they're all open. There's no closed walkways. So, um, used up a lot of energy, but I've been coming home and taking 
about two or three hour naps when I (laughs) (laughs) so adjusting and um squeezing in running when I can I got I got a few runs in these past two weeks so better than none but not as many as I'd like. That's really good that you're making sleep a priority, though, because it's so important to, like, health and just, you know, functioning. <laughs> yes. So that's, that's really, what I was going to say. That's really just important. Functioning. It, I need it. <laughs> yeah. I really value my sleep, and even more so when I'm not getting it. <laughs> right. Yes. But 30 or more kids in each class, that's crazy. I imagine with all of the paperwork you have to do as a teacher that each additional student's just going to, like, multiply that, right? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, exactly. my goodness. Well, then it's fun, too, because if they're waiting for what we call the 20-day count, then she might not even keep all of these kids after the count. So she has them for three weeks four weeks and then they go okay well now we hired a new teacher so you're losing like five kids from each class oh. right they'll rebalance the schedule which makes it difficult not only on us as teachers because we want to get into the groove and establish a routine with the kids right. but also the kids I mean here they've been with one teacher for three weeks and oh just kidding now you get to go and start all over oh yeah yeah it's a fun time Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds like it. How how is how are things going for you, Megan? Are things um fun for you right now? Yeah, ish. I mean, I am co-teaching all day long, which is lovely. One of my classes is now up to thirty-four kids. Oh my! Ooh. And it'll probably stay close to that. All my classes are in the high twenties, so that's fun. But there's two of us, so you know. But, we can handle that many kids. So you guys, you guys have like multiple classes. I keep thinking like my my kids are in grade school and they have like one teacher each, except for their specials, you know. But mm-hmm. you yeah, guys right. have multiple classes. That's like crazy amount of work. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I have well over ninety kids throughout the day. <laughs> oh, I could yeah, not I have... do it. Oh, anyway, go on, Megan. Yeah, um, I'm apparently roped myself into something fun, and I just hope it's not too much. I guess I signed up to coach girls track. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. I know. It's a little ridiculous, but... Um, <laughs> no, it's awesome. I'm really excited. I told Brad going into it that I really hoped the school had an open track position, and that if they had an opening, I was making myself known that I wanted it. And so they posted last week, we need two girls track coaches. So he emailed and I was like, I'm interested. I've never coached before, but I run. And he's like, you're hired. And then went on to explain. <laughs> That's awesome. So the end of October through about the middle of December, you'll start hearing. And we might have to adjust the show depending on when meets are and everything i'm not sure what days they play yeah absolutely i'm flexible um that is so that's so freaking cool i'm sorry i'm that's so cool i'm i'm so jealous (laughs) i hate i hate to be jealous anytime you talk about something cool that happens with your running but i am (laughs) yeah other than that i am um we got a puppy i think i already mentioned that and yeah you got a puppy 
And you're going to um, share pictures? Yes, I will. And then hopefully in a couple months, uh, you'll see pictures of me running with her. Awesome. Um, now, I've talked to a couple people who in the past, like, year or so got a new puppy. And they keep telling me, like, how much work it is. Um, are you feeling like this is this has already become a lot of work for you or not yet yeah we tried to put her in the crate last night and she whined for probably the whole three hours we tried to keep her in there until we just gave up on it and just had her sleep in our bed (laughs) it's a lot like having a newborn (laughs) yes exactly a lot like having a newborn and so we kind of gave up on the crate training she was really good in bed though so it wasn't a big deal. We just didn't, depending on how big she gets. Yeah, I was going to say, as she gets bigger, <laughs> it might become a problem. Yes. Wow. And what's her name? Luna. Like, Aww. Luna Lovegood, because we name all our animals after Harry Potter characters. Okay. I don't I don't know that, but that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend who has a daughter named Luna. It's a pretty, it also means moon, so we can yeah. just go that way. That's awesome. Well, very exciting. New addition to your family. Yes. Mommy training. <laughs> yes. And luckily I have a husband who is helpful. Good, good. Well, that's great. And um, it's so cool that you're going to be able to run with her, hopefully, if she's, you know, up for it. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of running... We might as well find out if any of us had any time to run in the past two weeks since we recorded. Katie, you mentioned that you were having trouble finding time for running. Did you get any runs in? I did get a few runs in. Um, I got four runs in total in the past two weeks. So two (laughs) a week. Nowhere near as many as I would have liked to have gotten in um but both of these were on the weekend and uh I don't know about you girls but the temperature outside's been a lot more manageable um at least here in the evening because lord knows I don't run until the sun goes down the humidity has still been up but the temperature itself has not been as intense it's only been about low to mid 80s um and the breathing is finally starting to feel a little easier. Oh, good. Yeah, I know. I was really happy about that. The last run that I did, I actually forgot to use the inhaler. Huh, shocking. I know it doesn't help me if I don't <laughs> use it. But um, that was the only one that I felt like I was struggling again. The other runs where I remembered to use my medication, it seemed a lot better. So I'm looking forward to seeing more improvement with the breathing now that I'm remembering to take my my inhaler and feeling like it's making a difference um but the I didn't run anything over three and a half miles that was my longest run on Saturday and it's it was nice I loved getting back out there (laughs) again it's my me time especially during the school year you know Mm -hmm. it's kind of my therapy to go out there and just relax and zone out and turn off my brain for a little while so looking forward again, once the, the craziness of the first week or so calms down, then I can establish my routine. I was going to take my running clothes today 
and go straight after school. But I had a snafu with the washing machine last night and had to go to Lowe's to get electrical wire to try to fix it. And Uh-oh. yeah, but the good news is it is working now. I did fix it. So that's nice. But cutting cut into my running time. So as we all know, life happens and all the little things will sneak up on you. But I was at least able to get two runs in, or two runs a week in. Um, and this week I'm shooting for more. I'm shooting for at least three runs this week. That's good. I'm glad to hear that you got some runs in and that the breathing's getting easier and you're going a little further on the distance. So that's great. Oh, and I have a I have a race this weekend as well on Saturday. Oh, and what's this race? This is the um, race Judicata 5K in Charleston. Awesome. Yes, I'm excited about it. So this will give me like a a better time, and it's a flat course, Yay. unlike the Bun Run. <laughs> so maybe it'll be a more accurate portrayal of uh, my time right now. Awesome. Well, I'm excited. I can't wait to hear about that. Great. And so your just your goal for this week is three runs. Correct. And you're including your race, probably. Probably including the race. Yes, yeah. yeah, since that's awesome. Saturday. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to do too much in the days leading up to the race, anyway, right? Exactly. Yeah, right. I don't want to have tired legs going into the five k. So. Awesome. Great. All right. Well, um, I don't have too much to share. Um, the first week after we last recorded. Um, I went for a run. I went out for a run and I was sick with a really bad cold. And I thought I would have been fine on my run because I was fine the day before, but um, it it was not good. I had trouble breathing and I was just sick and um, it was pretty miserable. And I ended up taking several days off as I was trying to recover from my cold. And then I went on a four and a half mile run and felt pretty good after the first couple of miles. And I had a couple of um, good runs in there. Um, I've been just walking the first couple of miles and then running and my legs have been better as I've been keeping up with my um, minerals (laughs) that I've been needing. Um, My legs have been a lot better, not really getting tight as often, except when I slack on my nutrition. and then the abdominal pain actually seems to be getting better too. I, I only have it once in a while and then I just walk until I feel better and then I run again and it's good. So um pretty happy with the quality of my runs. Just the frequency has dropped because in addition to being sick that first week, this past week our schedule has been pretty messed up as I mentioned at the beginning of the show I just haven't had time in the mornings to get the runs in fortunately it has cooled off up here in the mornings it's been like low 50s so it's been nice and cool but I haven't got to get out there in those mornings very much and then in the afternoon it's hot still like high 80s um so and I've been exhausted at the end of the day after work so um you know with a physical job the last thing I want to do is go out and run in the heat so I think I got three runs in last week after four days missed, Um, a three-miler, a four-miler, and a two-miler, and, you know, it's not great, but I I got a few runs in, and uh, I'm a little disappointed that I can't keep up with the (laughs) 20-mile-per-week weeks that I was doing, but, you know, I just take it one day at a time, I guess. Uh, I haven't yet run 
today. <laughs> I'm probably not going to because it's dark out and <laughs> it's late and I'm feeling kind of sick. <laughs> but um, but I'll get out there tomorrow because I have no work tomorrow. So um, the plan for next week is I'm just winging it now. I I have no plans. <laughs> I'm just if I if I have time in the morning, I run. If I don't, then I don't, and, and that's okay. So that's where I am. <laughs> I'm just going to try and keep running as far along into the pregnancy as I can. I'm still feeling good, mostly, pregnancy-wise. I've um, At uh, 7 months, 29 weeks, so I have 11 weeks left. Just 11 weeks left until I deliver. Wow. Assuming the baby comes on time. So I'm very much looking forward to not being pregnant <laughs> and being <laughs> able to um, run without having to worry about certain things, but... Um, we'll see how that goes. That's later. So, so yeah, that's it for me. And, uh, Megan, um, you had a race, didn't you? I did. It went very well. Great. Did you have any runs, um, leading up to your race? Um, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Do I remember them now? Gotta find it in your daily mile or something. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I probably not very long. I hadn't been doing anything mm-hmm. because I mentioned to some people at my school that I run. So they wanted us to like walk together mm-hmm. after the track. So I'd been kind of going at their pace after school at like 4.30 in the afternoon. It's still blistering hot then. Mm-hmm. And so I hadn't been doing probably the distance I should have been doing. But you were still getting out there running, right? Yeah, my last run was almost two weeks ago. Oh, okay. Before the race. Oh, okay. And um, so what do you think about that, like running with people from work? I liked it. Um, we did like four – we go on the track that the school has. And so we did like four laps running really slowly and then two or so walking yeah because that should give us about a mile and a half Mm -hmm. and it went well it's nice to have people to talk with and run with I just wish I know there's other people at my school who are runners who run and so they've talked about getting together and actually running and you're gonna meet students who run when you do track yes I'm um interested to see how it goes because in middle school their longest distance is a mile yeah for track and we don't have cross country or anything so I don't know how many of the kids will run longer right and at what pace so it'll be interesting to find out what their levels are and everything yeah interesting I can't wait to hear all about that It's, it's such a it's something I just, it never occurred to me. That's why I was just so surprised when you mentioned it earlier. Um, so that's really cool. Um, and so tell us about this race. My time was 30.54. <gasps> Holy cow. Wow, Megan. <gasps> oh, yep. you were so close. Yeah, I have less than a minute left to go. <sighs> um, I'm hoping with the cooler weather, it'll give me that 54 seconds yeah because it was still really really hot and my strategy this time was to 
run and then find a person who was going a steady pace. And I asked him, I'm like, hmm, uh, like, what pace are you running? And he goes, about 10, 10, 15, 10, 30. I'm like, okay, I'm going to stay with you for a little while. And I did. My first mile was way ridiculously too fast. <laughs> I think I ran it in like 9.17. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. It was trying to not go as slow as I had done last time. And the first half mile, three quarters of a mile at the loop I did is downhill. Oh, nice. Yeah, except when you're finishing, you come back uphill. Right. Yeah. Oh, cool. And I'd rather, I think, have the uphill at the beginning and then the downhill at the end. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But it was okay. So I just ran with somebody and I eventually ended up running in front of him because it one point he's like I shouldn't have drank as much as I did last night oh. <laughs> I was like okay we're gonna speed this up a little bit and that's what I did it was really fun it was really I pushed myself a lot harder than I have in a race mm -hmm. my legs hurt a lot after it I do remember that oh. I hadn't felt that like uncomfortable after finishing a race since a half. Mm -hmm. So I know I pushed myself really hard. And did you feel like, you know, when you're, when you're running and pushing yourself really hard, like you're, you feel like you're on the verge of being out of breath the whole time. Did you feel that? Yes, but I'm starting to think that's because the tank top I wore. <laughs> oh, only because it has a, like one of those shelf bra things built in. So it doesn't provide ample space to breathe. Okay. And for uh, boobs at the same time. <laughs> Pick one, breathing or boobs. <laughs> yeah, like it smushed them. And so I could tell I ended up pulling it up a little bit and could breathe better. So I'm thinking if I'm uh, for races where I'm going to run really hard, don't wear something as constricting. Mm -hmm. It'll be better. Try sticking a baby in there, too. That that <laughs> makes it even harder. Yeah. <laughs> my, all of my runs now are like 13 and a half minute miles. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I can't even imagine having, you know, baby weight at it and baby. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> but but that's, that's freaking awesome. Like, so happy to hear that about your race. You're so close. You're so close. I know. I'm so excited. I just, now I have to find more 5Ks to register for mm. when it gets cooler. So I'll probably start looking seriously again in October or end of September. I'm like, do it now while you got the, <laughs> while you got the gas. You know, that's what I would do. I'd be like, all right, when can I do the next one? I haven't even thought about like my next race. I'm like, I I'm putting it off until September anyway. I mean, September's just around the corner now. It's next Monday or next Sunday, right. but I've been putting it off since my last one. I, w I was going to, but I'm like, yeah, racing's not so important to me now that I know that I'm nowhere near where I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> but that is so good, Megan. That's so good. Um, what are your plans for this week? To run. Um, I'm pretty <laughs> sure my plan has four, four, three again. I keep adjusting them. So... 
I don't know, I'm trying to, I made a new one with my new time. And with me starting this week, technically. Mm-hmm. And then I'm using the old one, too, because it has me as starting my plan, like, two weeks earlier. Mm-hmm. So I might kind of Frankenstein the two together. So that my speed work, when I do it, is at a faster pace based on what I just ran my 30-54 in, but I don't short myself on my longer runs. Right. Because I'd like to run longer than eight miles before the half. If I do the one in October. Because right now it's only like eight weeks away. Eight weeks. Wow. Is that why yeah. you said if you do the one in October? Yeah, I haven't registered for it yet. And yeah. I know I have one registered in for the end of November. I've already paid and everything for it. So... If I don't do the one in October, it's not like I miss my five, my half. I have one in November. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on how I feel and how busy school gets within the next couple of weeks. Just to see if I can put the training in. I don't know. That sounds like an excuse. And I don't want it to. But I don't want to pay the $80 for a half marathon and then... Not be able to commit to it. Yeah, and just go out and just kind of run it. Right. Instead of race it. Well, even if you did that, it would still help you in your training for the next one. But, you know, it is, it's an expensive thing to run a half marathon and a painful thing to do with, with if you don't do, put in all the training. Yeah, I, could, I would go either way on that one. That's tough. Yeah, so... It's a development. You guys will hear more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Under construction. Yeah. <laughs> All right, great. Well, can't wait to hear what you decide to do on that. Oh, our weekly topic. <laughs> like, yeah. we did all the running stuff. Um, <laughs> we got a fun one this week. Smartphone apps for running. So basically, we are always talking about different running apps that we use. I know I go on and on about some of the ones that I use pretty regularly. So um, we thought it would be fun to dedicate a show just to talking about the apps that we use and that we recommend to other people. There's so many different apps out there. And this, like even looking at the long list that we have, like I feel like it's not even the tip of the iceberg for what's actually out there um, and what I've seen on, you know, the iPhone anyway. Um, but I just wanted to go over some of my favorites and a lot of these I've mentioned before on the show, but I'll have a little more detailed information about them. And then some are ones that I haven't talked about. So the first one I had to go with the obvious, which was RunMeter. Um, I use RunMeter Pro um, and it's $4.99 for the pro version. I'm not sure what the pro version gets you above the free version because I don't know if I ever even use the free version. But I love um, RunMeter because in addition to tracking your run and giving you every possible stat that it can, it also gives you audio feedback so it lets you know what your what your pace is, what your time is, what your distance is while you're running. Um, and you can set targets, pace targets and heart rate targets. Um, so if you want to stay in a certain pace zone or a certain heart rate zone, you can program that ahead of time and it will let you know 
to speed up or slow down during your run. Um, it'll read you comments from Facebook or your Daily Mile friends. When you share your runs and people comment or like those runs, it will tell you, which is really cool. I love getting comments from my Daily Mile friends like, you know, Larry and Sam. Um, <laughs> it, it's really fun. They crack me up. And you can also track your mileage on your shoes just by selecting which shoes you wear on each run. I mean, there's just so much that the app can do. It's such a comprehensive app that I'm just, I'm always recommending it. It has built-in training plans. You can customize training plans. Integrates really well with heart rate monitors, um, Bluetooth ones anyway. Uh, I don't know about other heart rate monitors, but highly recommend run meter um, next one I'm gonna try to move this along because I know I'm, I could just go on and on but um, the next one I wanted to mention was active.com um, I know we talked about active.com the website on the show before where you can find uh, races in your area and stuff um, it's basically just the app for active but I find myself using it all the time when I don't want to get the computer out you know just pulling it up on my phone is really easy so looking at races that are in a specific uh, time when I want to run a race really cool there's lots of great sites for races I know a lot of people have problems with different fees that active charges and there are some free ones but this one as far as apps go it's a pretty good app if you enjoy active.com and it's uh, free on iPhone and it's on Android uh, next is uh, Runner's Ally Pace Calculator. I've mentioned this before. Um, it's available on iPhone and Android phones. And basically, it's a really simple app. You just enter a recent race time, and it will give you training paces and predicted race times at other distances. So I also use this pretty often, which is why I mention it, because I find it pretty useful. Um, My Pulse Heart Rate Calculator. This is 99 cents on the iPhone and basically you just place your finger over the phone's camera and it gives you a heart rate reading which is helpful if you're trying to do heart rate training and you don't want to go out and buy a separate heart rate monitor. Um, it's probably something that's not convenient to do while you're running but it's useful for getting your like your resting heart rate and comparing day-to-day -day changes for your resting heart rate which I, I tend to do. So that one I believe I'm, we talked about on the show before too. Next, uh, Trail Mix, and there's a free version and a pro version. It's $4.99 uh, for the iPhone. And this is the app that is a music app that changes the beat of your music to match the pace that you're current, currently running to. Um, and I, I talked about this before as a recommend because I thought it was really cool that sometimes the music will slow down if you slow down, so it's kind of a reminder <laughs> to speed up to make the song go faster. It, it, it's like you can play a game with it so I, I think it's cool for that and I guess I have the pro version and I guess the some features that the pro version offers over the free version is that it offers cruise control which allows you to set a specific pace um, the pro version doesn't have any ads and it has what they call magic shuffle which picks the best songs for the pace that you want to run and it has some enhanced run stats. So I, I don't normally use it to log my runs. I use um, run meter, run, like I have run meter running in the background while I use trail mix for, for music, but, but it does do all of the run tracking too, I guess. Uh, Gym Packed, this one I haven't mentioned before. I really like the idea, but I haven't been using it. It is free 
for iPhone and Android phones and basically it's an app that allows you to earn cash for working out but the caveat is you lose money if you don't maintain the number of workouts that you set for yourself so basically the way it the way it works is that you say like I'm going to bet so much money each week that I'll make my workouts and if you do do all the workouts that you plan to do or exceed them then you can get extra money based on the people who pay in for not making their workouts so you actually it costs you money if you don't if you don't go to the gym and don't do your workouts (laughs) it's a good motivator I think if you're willing to you know put the money up to get yourself to the gym my leg is cramping up oh my gosh Uh, sorry another delight of pregnancy is random leg cramps oh I'm stretching (laughs) um so Gym Pact is pretty cool. I, I ended up signing up and then immediately canceling <laughs> because I was afraid I wouldn't be able to stick to going to the gym as often as I said I would. But if you're willing to do that, if you have the the money, it, it's a cool idea. It's a good motivator, I think. The next app is the free Road ID app, um, which is available on iPhone. And this is really good for like a security thing. It allows loved ones to track your GPS location while you run. And it can also alert them if you stop for more than five minutes. So um, if you're someone who likes to run at night or you're running in an unfamiliar location and you just you want people to know where you are in case they're worried about you, it's a great app for that. Um, and it's free. I actually, I haven't used it for running, but I actually got this for my son so that when my son like wants to take off on his bike I know where he is and that's one of the reasons why I let my son have an iPhone at 12 years old (laughs) Um, which I think is kind of ridiculous on the one hand but on the other hand it lets me know where he is and so that's why one of the useful features of the Road ID app there um let's see there's so many I'm sorry this I got a ton of them on here Meetup. If you're familiar with um, meetup.com, you know that that's a great place to meet up with other people who are interested in similar things, such as running. So if you want to find running groups in your area, meetup.com is fabulous and the app works pretty good. It is free for iPhone and Android. I've used Meetup. I haven't actually run with any running groups on there, but I have met runners through meetup.com just by messaging people who are near me that I found through running groups. So it's pretty cool for that too. The next one is not a running app per se. It's called Streaks. It's $1.99 for iPhone. And I find this to be really good for motivation. It's basically like if you open it up and look at it, it displays like a calendar page and you basically just decide to do if you're doing a streak of something like say if you want to do a running streak running a mile every day or if you want to do like a plank a day um, it basically just puts an X for each day that you do the thing and so it's a visual reminder of how long your streak has been going for and keeping track of various um, streaks that you have going so could be good for motivation if you are someone who likes to keep up with daily streaks. Uh, Another app that I use for running is Stitcher. 
This is free on iPhone, Android, and Kindle Fire. It's basically a podcast streaming app. Most people have probably heard about Stitcher, I would imagine. Um, but for those of you who haven't, you can stream a number of podcasts there. You know, I haven't even th thought to check to see if we're on Stitcher or not. I should do that. <laughs> and if not, I should get us on there. But, um... But yeah, find good podcasts, and it even recommends new podcasts for you based on what you listen to. Sort of like Pandora for music. And my last app is TuneIn Radio. And this is another music app. It is free on iPhone, Android, Windows Phone, BlackBerry, Palm, and Samsung. And there's also a pro version that's $1.99 for iPhone, Android, and BlackBerry. And basically what TuneIn Radio does is... All, any any radio station that's available on the inter internet, basically you can listen to on this app. So a, a lot of my local radio stations that I like to listen to are on TuneIn Radio, so I can just tune into a specific station while I'm running, or you can also search for a specific song that you want to hear or artist, and if there's a radio station playing it at that time, then it will bring it right up for you. And uh, the pro version is basically the same thing except that it lets you record songs and save them to your iPhone. So for a one-time fee of $1.99 to record specific songs you like without having to go and download every song, I think that's a pretty good deal, personally. <laughs> so that's another cool app, and those are all of my <laughs> somewhat running-related apps. <laughs> so, Megan, were you able to find anything for your Android phone? I was, and um, you guys all know I don't use my phone very much when I run. So I have some stuff that is multi-purpose that I use when I run, when I do take my phone. Mm -hmm. The first one is um, Amazon MP3, and it's an app that lets you play the music that you have stored in your Amazon cloud, which includes any oh. CD you've um, bought through Amazon or digital music, or you have uploaded into your cloud in Amazon. So any, any CD that you've bought through Amazon, like it already has that music available to play on your phone? Yes, because any music you've bought through Amazon auto goes into your cloud on Amazon. Cool. So... I use it, and you can download songs, too, to your phone through the app, so you don't always have to stream everything if you're like me and don't have unlimited data right. or good service sometimes. Right. So I downloaded the songs from the app to my phone, and then I can just play them through there. My second app is one that we've mentioned on the show before, but I really think it bears mentioning again. Zombies Run 2. It just got an update with all new episodes that are being released weekly. So you can, um, if you have Zombies Run, then you should have auto been upgraded to Zombies Run 2. Nice. Yeah. that's That was cool. I like that they rolled that out. And then every week you'll get an update when you download Zombies Run 2 with the new episode released. I've tried, um... Zombies Run again recently in the last like few weeks or whatever because people have been you know recommending it and whatnot and I don't know maybe it's the iPhone version or whatever but every time I 
try to play it. Something gets screwed up. Anyway, I ended up not even listening to it because it's supposed to work with your music. But for whatever reason, like it got screwed up going back and forth between my music and the app. So I just stopped. <laughs> I just stopped it. I'm like, I'm not going to deal with this. I'm just going to listen to my music. But I really ought to give it another chance. Maybe if I update, it will be better. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. I don't know about those issues. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't had any problems with it. Nope. I might have been fine, so can't even troubleshoot. I wish I could, though. That's all right. Maybe it's just the, the iPhone version isn't as good as the Android version. That would be like a first. <laughs> <laughs> I will honestly say that. I want an iPhone for its apps much more often than I do not want an iPhone. <laughs> My um, next app is Podkicker which is my alternative to um, or the Android alternative to iTunes and their podcast because on Android we can't get the iTunes podcast app. Right. So if you want to listen to podcasts, this was the only one that I found. And you can subscribe through channels using the iTunes web address. And then I can download episodes to my phone. Oh, so you can download with the iTunes podcast link? Yes. That is cool. So, it, yeah, because I don't have access. Otherwise, I can't get podcasts right. that I know of any other way. Well, Stitcher and, it works on Android, too. I don't know if it's available on your phone or not, but I don't know if it would have every app, every podcast that's in the I, iTunes store. Like I said, I don't even know if we're on there. But yeah. But it's only streams, right? Yeah, I think it does only stream, and you want something that you can download. Yeah, and this one with Podkicker, you can choose to either or stream, or you can pre-download episodes and yeah. have them on your phone and then listen to them, which is what I do because I also use it in my car. And I'll connect my phone up and listen to podcasts when I drive and all. Yep, I do that. <laughs> <laughs> so much better than the radio oh i get so sick of the radio <laughs> especially I on long to... drops yeah <laughs> yeah i started listening to the npr station today though which i forgot i had yeah well i finally got radio back in my car and so that's a little bit more interesting because people are talking so it reminds me of a podcast a lot right yeah i discovered npr after i started listening to npr podcast like i never listened to <laughs> npr before and i was like oh i can hear all the podcasts as they're actually airing on the radio <laughs> so like wait wait don't tell me and ask me another some really great fun shows that are on npr yeah yeah okay we're halfway through guys okay <laughs> My next app is called My Radar, and I use it to find out what the rain looks like in my area. It reads my GPS signal, and then it'll show a radar, and so I can see how close rain is. Nice. And with the free version, you can see up until about like the 10 minutes previous with the paid version, which I think is fairly cheap, you can see right this second radar which I think is cool I use it to check to see whether it's I should go out and run right now right or whether it'll start downpouring in the next five seconds do you <laughs> do you ever use um weather the weather channels app like do you know if it's more accurate than that or 
No, I don't. I've never yeah. used it. I'll have to try it out. May, I don't know if they have it on Android or not. I just assumed so because it's like such a major, like the that's what I always use for weather is weatherchannel.com and weatherchannel.com app. So, um, but yeah, I almost included that on my list. I'm like, it's not really related, but I always use it before my run. I check the weather. Yeah. My next app is um, 97X app, which is my local radio station. And it's kind of centered, but hopefully it'll help some of you guys. Um, My radio station recently started this thing where you vote on the music and apparently whatever you vote gets played. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much I believe that actually is the way it works (laughs) and all. (laughs) What kind of music do they they cover Um, on that? It's like rock-ish. It's like rock radio, I guess. Okay. So the more popular rock stuff. They've been playing Mumford and Sons. They do tend to play Macklemore, though, which really weirds me out because they're not rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's mostly in a lot of 90s, like Pearl Jam and Nirvana and some of the newer stuff. stuff. Yeah, alternative is a good way to put it. Yeah. That's what I was trying to think of. And they also have an option for you to stream the current radio station. Whatever is playing, you can stream. Nice. So I like it because I can listen to the current radio when I'm out and not necessarily in my car. And my last one is TED Talks. It has its own app. I don't know how many of you people listen to TED Talks. They're one of my favorite things ever. But you can um, play them through the app and you can see the video and everything. And that way you only get TED Talks with the video. Because I know there's a TED Talks podcast that's only the audio. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of the TED Talks I open up that are like, you should really wait until you're at a computer and you can watch these heavy visuals. Mm -hmm. Or whatever it tells you basically saying, you won't get this if you can't see the pictures that are also displayed with it. TED Talks is one of the apps that I, I have and I never use it like, my son uses it more than I do. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just never got into it. I've seen a couple of videos, but I just, I don't see, I don't like to sit down and watch videos. I'm not a YouTube person. I'm yeah. more, I listen to audio. So maybe if I try the audio Ted talks, maybe that's more up my alley. Yeah. And I, um, I got stuck in a bind sometimes while running where I ran out of podcasts and the only thing that were left were Ted talks. Mm-hmm. And so I would listen to those, and even though I didn't have the graphics that go along with it, it was still interesting, because a lot of the people are still engaging to listen to, because they're really passionate about their field. Right. Oh, very cool. And Katie, you, like me, are an iPhone user. I am. I'm interested to find out what apps you use, because I know you and I use some of the same apps. But I think that you use some different ones, too. So I'm curious. Right. Yeah. When I was looking over the list uh, earlier today, I noticed that you had several on there that I had tried. And my list was a lot longer this morning because (laughs) I just tried to put down everything that I had in my fitness folder Mm -hmm. and wanted to kind of narrow it down as to what to talk about on the show tonight. Um, And like you girls, really mine's a mix of not only the running apps, but things that I'll use 
while I am running um, mostly other music apps. So the first one on my list is the Nike Plus running app. Um, it's available for both iPhone and Android phones. And you hear a lot of mixed reviews about the Nike Plus, especially on Reddit. I know that some people love it and some people hate it. It was one of the first running apps that I got, and it has had several updates since I first began using it. Um, and to me, I think they've made it more user-friendly. It's not as cluttered. It's a very simple user interface. And when you combine using the app with the Nike Plus running website, you can get a lot of information. Um, it breaks down your pace. It graphs. It charts. It shows you your map. You can track how you felt during that run. There's a place for you to enter notes. So you can do it right there on the run and not have to wait until you upload everything to Daily Mile. It is able to sync with Daily Mile. You just have to do it manually. It doesn't do it automatically. And you can also track the mileage on your shoes like you can do in Run Meter as well. So as they have updated the Nike Plus running app, to me it's gotten better and better. But the thing that I like most about it, and because it's the one I use the most often, is its simple user interface. I enjoy using Run Meter every now and then, but there's so many options and so many yeah. things that you can do on it. Sometimes I'm like, I just want to hit run and go, <laughs> <laughs> which is what you can do on the Nike Plus running app once you set your your preferences. It saves them. You're good to go. And another thing that I found really interesting with the, the Nike Plus running app is when you run outside and you have an internet connection, whether it be through your data plan or through Wi-Fi. It also automatically saves the weather conditions of that run. So you can go back and look and see what the temperature was like, what time of day you were running, if it was cloudy or overcast or bright sun, which obviously can have a big effect on your performance. Right. So I, I, I have found that to be really useful. Um, another running app that I use is Map My Run, and I don't use this as frequently as I used to. Uh, again, this is one of the first ones that I downloaded when I first started running. It's gotten more complicated as they've updated it, not necessarily in a bad way. I don't want you to think complicated means hard to use, but they've, they've allowed more features and options within Map My Run. Um, it does save everything and it keeps it in a picture file so you can very easily scroll through see the date the time and then the map of the run hence the name so again something simple you can upgrade to the um, paid version if you want to have more features but the the basic map my run is free to download on both iphone and android yeah i've used um map my run actually map my run and nike plus I, I started with Nike Plus when I first started running, and I loved it, and I didn't want to switch for the longest time. And I think the only reason why I ended up looking for another running app um, to use after Nike was because it doesn't automatically upload to Daily Mile, and I just right. wanted something that would. Um, but it, but yeah, I, I did really love that app. Nobody can take away Run Meter from me now, though. <laughs> um, I have used Map My Run, and... I just I haven't found it useful for tracking runs. I mean, it does it. It does the job well, but I just I don't know. I guess sometimes you just prefer a certain format over another one. Right. Um, but one thing I do like about Map My Run is that you can go onto the website when you're trying to plan out your route and map out a route ahead of time. And one thing that I 
found myself doing a lot is looking up race routes to to look at the elevation to see like how fast it's going to be to see if I like know the route at all map my run because there's there's been so many users and so many routes uploaded over time you're way really really likely to find a, a race route on there that you're looking for if you want to know the route for a particular race so that's a really good website for that for that purpose um, and another thing you can do is when you use the website online you can bookmark your route and save it to your phone too so I do keep the app on my phone so that I can come back to to race routes that I want to practice ahead of time and stuff so that's really cool feature of map my run is the the mapping <laughs> right yeah yeah uh, definitely a multifaceted app where yeah. you can do lots of different things with the the courses um, another running app that I have tried is Indomondo, and I heard about this one on Reddit. A lot of people really rave about it. I wasn't that crazy about it, um, but I think it's geared for a much more technical runner is maybe the word I'm looking for here because, again, it has a lot of features. The only thing about it is all of these features, when you download the app, then you have to pay to add to the app itself so it could either be like a monthly subscription fee where you get access to everything or um if you just want to add maybe intervals then you'll pay a dollar 99 within the app to download the interval feature so it has a lot of really good things and like you said sue sometimes it's just you prefer one one kind of layout or yeah. user interface over another one so this one wasn't really my favorite but again it does have a lot of features and especially if you're a super serious runner and you want to track all that kind of stuff um a lot of people have given it very good reviews within reddit i tried it it's okay but it's just got a lot of stuff that i don't really need so to me, it's it's kind of cluttered, um, but that's another option yeah. where you hear a lot of people talking about running apps. Same for me. I, I tried Endomondo. I just didn't get into yeah, it. Yeah, that was me too. Yeah. Um, my fitness app is not necessarily just for running, but I'm sorry, my fitness pal app is not necessarily just for running, but it is available for both iPhone and Android phones. What I like about MyFitnessPal is you can upload your statistics, your demographics, like your weight, your height, all that kind of stuff, and then you can upload what meals you eat that day. If your goal is to lose weight, you can say how many pounds you want to lose or enter your goal weight, and it'll give you your allotted calories for that day, and every time you enter a meal, obviously it subtracts from your allotment. And it graphs everything. It lays it out. There's a place to um, also import exercise. So if I went out and did a three-mile run that day, I can put that in. That then figures into the calorie allotment. So it's, it's really good if you're wanting to track calories in and calories out for any kind of reason, whether to gain weight, to lose weight, just to kind of keep track of your nutrition. It's, it's really easy to use. And you can also um, follow friends within my fitness pal so say like you and a couple of girlfriends are starting an exercise club and you're, you're wanting to hold each other accountable for your nutrition that week it's a good way to do that and look and see how everybody is doing yeah people on reddit rave about my fitness pal um at least in the fitness subreddit i've never used it but i may need to 
after I have the baby and need to get back in shape. <laughs> yeah, I, I found it to be really useful. Um, and I'll tell you, whenever you find people on there that you know, you know, or they request to be your friend through my fitness pal, it kind of makes you go, hmm, I don't really want to upload that sonic blast now, do I? <laughs> 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 uh, so it, just, it makes you, I think, a little more aware, or at least of me, it makes me a little more aware of what I'm putting in um, to, uh, to think about what that's doing to my overall nutrition. So something handy to have uh, for, for overall fitness and nutrition. I was just going to say it helped me because I didn't really know portion sizes mm-hmm. versus calories and how much of what I was eating and how many calories it actually was. And so it just writing it down and adding up all the things I ate in a day and realizing, right. wow, you didn't actually eat that many calories today, even though you felt like you ate a lot. Or, wow, you ate way too many calories that is probably like a week's worth. I don't know what you're doing. (laughs) Just to kind of open my eyes to fitness in general, it was useful. Definitely. Because so many times I think we, oh, I'm just going to have a granola bar or I'm just going to do this. But if you have like three granola, granola bars in one sitting, you can see how much that adds up. And I think a lot of the time we think oh, it's a healthy food, it's not going to be that bad. It still has a certain number of calories. So that helps you keep track of everything. Like you said, Megan, once you write it down, it becomes a lot more clear as to what you're actually putting in and consuming. Yeah. Now I'm just thinking about like how three days ago I was just craving ice cream and had like three ice creams in one day. And I don't even (laughs) want to think about how many calories. (laughs) I think maybe my calcium was low or something. There you go. That's what you can say. That's the kind of thing you might want to track. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A little ice cream every now and then is okay. And then when you add three of them on one day, right, (laughs) you're kind of going, oh, never mind. All right. So the next apps that I'm going to talk about are all music related because I do like to listen to a lot of music and podcasts while I'm running. Stitcher mentioned earlier is great. I have Stitcher like in the the radio in my car it's really cool because i just plug in the phone and it automatically links everything into the car's radio so stitcher is really good i like to use it for for podcasts while i'm running um one of the first really fun music apps that i found when i started running is called tune time and it's for iphone you can basically create a playlist set a length or duration of each song that you want it to play say you want it to play a minute of each song because you're going to be doing walk a minute run a minute and it'll do that and it'll cycle through all the songs that you put in that playlist playing a specific amount of time of each song so that way it's an easy way to know this is my time to run this is my time to walk this is my time to run so on and so forth um and i know there's a lot of apps now that you can do intervals within but for me, when I was first starting out, I didn't want to mess with all that. You know, I just wanted to get out there and run, and it was really creating the habit. So for somebody who likes music so much, this was an easy way to do that, to measure that my cool. time and hold me accountable to walk a certain amount or run a certain amount. And I really liked it. And it's free. You can upgrade to the, the pro version, of course, for extra money. But the Tune Time Basic is free, and you can do that with the, with the playlist and the duration of each song iHeartRadio is a great app for listening to live radio stations all over the country. I use it to listen to um, a talk show 
in Kentucky <laughs> all the time. I used to listen to Kentucky sports radio in the morning. But you can listen to stations, again, all across the country. You can enter either by call letters or um, the number, like on the dial, you know, whatever the radio station is, is allotted to. And you can search by genre. So if you know a specific radio station you want to listen to, you can plug it in, listen to that over your phone. Or if you're just kind of browsing and want to see what's out there and listen to some pop rock station in whatever location you're at, you can do that as well. Um, iHeartRadio has really gotten big in the past couple of years. They have the big iHeartRadio festivals anymore um, in Miami and Vegas, I think is where the next one is. But it's really, really useful, and it saves all of the stations that you listen to so that the next time you log in, they're very easy to find. You don't have to search again for the call letters. You just hit it, and you're good to go. And then the last two are both apps that you can use with paid subscription services, SiriusXM and Spotify. SiriusXM, of course, a lot of people have in their cars, and I wasn't even aware that it had an app for the iPhone until they were harassing me to renew my subscription. <laughs> and I kept saying, no, 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 until they lowered the price. So you can download this app on your phone and have access to all of the Sirius XM stations with your paid subscription, which is nice because that way you can take it with you. You don't necessarily have to be in front of a computer or in your car to get all that you want to get out of your XM radio. And Spotify kind of works the same way. Um, both of those apps are available for iPhone and Android. You can download the apps in conjunction with your paid subscription fee. Um, and Spotify, I know, offers, I think, like 90 days free premium service. It might not be 90 days. It might be less than that. But you can download the app and use it free for a certain amount of time before you have to start using uh, the paid service to keep access to that. But it's a great way. I love Spotify. I never thought I would pay a monthly service for, for music on my phone. But when you start to think about what I would be spending in downloading songs or streaming with data, it makes a lot of sense for me. And you, again, can create playlists, save them. You can save albums. And you get everything released as soon as it's released on the open market. So if you can download something at midnight on iTunes, you can also start to stream it at midnight from Spotify. So it's it's really, really great. I enjoy it. And if you're a music person, both of those come in a lot of handy when you're when you're out on a run. Awesome. Yeah, I've used um, both Sirius and Spotify. Well, I tried the free trial of Spotify, but I don't know what happened. I didn't get much use out of it. <laughs> um, Did you have it on your desktop as well, Sue, or just the app? Yeah, I was trying to use it on the computer because the app wouldn't do anything for me. Oh, um, gotcha. I don't know. I don't know why, but um, but even on my computer, it, it was just like worthless. That was just my experience with it. I did enjoy. Um, there was another app, Ardio. I loved Ardio. Um, I let my subscription lapse, and then when I went to renew it, they had raised the price, and then I didn't want to do it anymore because I'm like 15 bucks a month. No, oh. I don't want to pay it every month. I already have Netflix. I already have like other subscription deals going. Um, but I loved RDO, um, so I, I can definitely see the benefit in having one of those music subscription services. Uh, never tried iHeartRadio, though. I've seen the ads. They have them like, all over the mall. <laughs> like the billboards at the mall um, but that's cool I didn't even know they put on like concerts 
Oh, yeah. They have huge music festivals every year to where they bring in all the artists. And it's really, really cool. I'd love to be able to go to one sometime. Yeah. They should do a race where they have musicians play along the race course. And they you have those. To it's it. called the Rock and Roll Series. Oh, I was going to say, and you, in addition, you could listen to it on the app while you were running. Oh, that would be really cool. Yeah, to be, be able to, like, log in and listen. All right. Get on that iHeartRadio. All right. Well, great. Lots of really interesting different apps tonight. So very cool. And um, as I'm starting to fall asleep here, we should move along to our Runner Girl Recommends. My recommend this week is uh, coconut water, specifically uh, Zyko brand. I tried Vita Coco and they, they add stuff to it. It says pure coconut water, but you read the li- the ingredients, and there's other stuff in there. Um, so I got the Zyko, which is just plain coconut water. Um, and I started drinking this because I found out it is loaded with potassium <laughs> and has other electrolytes. It's got about 600 milligrams of potassium per cup, which is like 500 more than a banana. And... It's got 250 milligrams of sodium, 58 milligrams calcium. It's got magnesium, phosphorus, zinc. So smaller amounts of those ones. Um, But if you're looking for something to replace electrolytes, um, naturally, (laughs) this is a great thing to drink. It's just the juice from a coconut. That's all it is. And it has all these wonderful things that your body needs. And who knew that you can get it from plants (laughs) plants it's <laughs> so stupid because I think about all the times when I just go out and get Gatorade you know and it's got that stuff but it's like synthetic version so it's good to have something that's all natural um, and I feel good about drinking it you know for the baby I feel I feel good about it and it's been helping because I haven't had the leg cramping as much um, I've just been taking it on my runs with me now instead of water I'm wasn't I was mm, <laughs> when I first tried the coconut water I didn't love it. <laughs> uh I think the taste is an acquired taste. I'm starting to acquire it. So, um I'm going to keep drinking it though because I feel like it's so good for me. It doesn't have a ton of calories and it doesn't have a ton of sugar. So if you need something for fuel, you'll probably want to bring something in addition to the coconut water. Like Gatorade has extra calories so you can use it as uh, a little bit of fuel too but the coconut water doesn't really Um, which is good if you if you're not using it for run but just in general you want a low calorie drink it's a great choice but it's not really good as a fuel source while you're running it's more of electrolyte replacement so and hydration right so definitely recommend coconut water if like me you need to get those Precious (laughs) Precious minerals. <laughs> so, um, Megan, what's your recommend this week? My recommend is something fun. It's called Duolingo, and there's a website, duolingo.com, or an app for your phone, and you can use it to learn a language. I've been using it to learn Spanish, but they also have German and French and Italian. Bueno. Plus more, yeah. <laughs> it's nice because they, um, they kind of gamified it. So you have levels and you level up and you earn points for completing different sections. 
and you work your way from the basics of the language up into more difficult. And I know on my computer, I can set it so I talk, and it records me actually speaking it. Oh, that's kind of cool. It's just fun. Yeah, it's a, just a fun way to work with learning Spanish. I don't know if it'll ever make me fluent enough to sound like a native, but it'll probably help me be fluent enough to get by. I work with um, a lot of kids who speak Spanish. And my husband is a Spanish major, so I figured I should work on getting better at it. Nice. Duolingo. And is that free? Yes. Awesome. Even better. Yeah. Oh, it's the teacher saying, if it's free, it's for me. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, very cool. And Katie, what is your recommend this week? My recommend is um, actually part of Amazon, which Megan, you talked about, but Amazon Mm -hmm. Prime. Uh, If you do not have an Amazon Prime membership, it's totally worth the price, at least for me, or if somebody does a whole lot of online shopping, it can save you a lot of money in shipping because with an Amazon Prime membership, you get free two-day shipping on anything that you order through Amazon Prime. And it also offers you reduced next day and overnight shipping. So even if you need it sooner, you know, lots of times that's where you're going to have to spend big bucks when you buy something online is for that next day shipping. For most of the stuff that's overnighted through Amazon Prime, you're maybe going to pay four or five bucks. Um, so really, really reasonable rates, huge selection of merchandise. Of course, Amazon like has everything that you could ever think of. Um, but also they have special memberships for their prom customers. If you are a student and you sign up for Amazon prom, you get it for free for six months. And then the, um, normal annual cost is $79. You get that half off for the next year when you sign up with your student email. They also, yeah, it's really, really good. And they also have um, Amazon Prime for moms where you get discounts on certain baby-related things or or child-related things, and you get a reduced cost, I think, for three months. So they run different specials throughout the year. Check out the website, amazon.com, and then click on the Prime membership. And, of course, we'll have the link on the website. But... Their customer service is also really great. I've had to return a couple of things, never had an issue. And when I first signed up for prom, I did it so that I could order a book for a college class. And then I was just going to cancel when the free time expired and I forgot. So then it automatically charged me the annual fee. And then I thought, well, what if I switch over to the student membership? Maybe I can get the next Um, subscription for free. So I did that and they automatically refunded me my money without ever having to ask. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I've just always had a really good experience with Amazon Prime and for anybody who does a whole lot of online shipping and shopping, uh uh-huh, shopping, it totally makes sense. Yes, both. (laughs) And with Amazon Prime, free two-day shipping. I fully endorse that recommend. I just actually, um, I didn't do 
the membership I just signed up for the two-week trial because we have um we got a Wii U for Christmas and uh, it has Amazon video on demand which is another feature of Amazon Prime it's right. like a, got a watch instantly thing so we did the the two-week membership and we were watching a bunch of shows like I like um true crime shows sometimes and I watched all the ones that were on Netflix already so it was cool to find a bunch on Amazon Prime watch instant that I hadn't seen yet and didn't get charged a thing because I canceled after my two weeks were up but I did take advantage of the two-day sh- shipping and the uh, reduced overnight shipping while I had it and um, I if I had known about the Amazon for moms thing I probably would have signed up for that subscription because that sounds like a really good idea yeah I like free stuff <laughs> yes always a bonus yeah oh very cool all right so that's it for recommends up next is runner girl of the week megan who is our runner girl of the week this week our runner girl slash guy of the week this week is eric and he says he's doing a 5k a day and his time was second time managed to get under 30 minutes 5k awesome and I chose him because I was thinking about our goal, mm-hmm. and it was nice to see somebody actually get under 30 minutes for a 5K. <laughs> 5K every day, that sounds like a bit of a challenge. Like, I know there are people who have ongoing running streaks, but to do, like, at least three miles every day, I feel like that would be too much for me, you know? Yeah, I guess, it only goes out to 20 miles a week, though. Yeah. Well, seven days is, yeah, 21. Yep. Yeah. So. There is a guy on um, Daily Mile who I follow that was doing a half marathon every day. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> he did it for, uh, his name was Lou, um, and I think he did it for, like, I want to say like 15 or 16 days before he cut back and like the next he still ran the next day but I think it was only like five or six miles instead of a half marathon but I think that I think is stretching it I couldn't do that wow yeah that's a lot yeah but I think 5k a day is a cool challenge so great job Eric and great job getting under 30 minutes I'm jealous so jealous (laughs) I'm not even close but good job for you! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Up next, we have our weekly scavenger hunt. And as we already mentioned at the top of the show, this week's list is a trampoline, a motorcycle, a street sign, a dog or a puppy, and a white picket fence. And uh, I totally slacked on my um, scavenger hunt photos this week. I got a couple early but I couldn't find them on my phone when I went to post them so I'm hoping I still have them for last week's um, list or two weeks ago but yeah I'm gonna have to look because pretty sure I know where I can get a picture of a trampoline and I really hope I see a puppy on my run (laughs) (laughs) as long as they're on a leash right yeah (laughs) yes well puppies I'm less scared of I don't feel like a a puppy's gonna bite I don't know I mean I guess they they're capable of biting just like regular dogs but for some reason it wouldn't scare me as much (laughs) 
But yeah, if you want to participate in our scavenger hunt, basically just look for any of the items that we mentioned for this week. If you find one, take a picture and uh, post it to Twitter. Our Twitter is at Show, and you can use the hashtag RunnerGirlsPhoto or hashtag RunnerGirlsScavengerHunt. And we will collect all of the pictures and share them for the week. We just combine them all into one big album on our website, and we share those on Twitter and Facebook. Um, and you can also email us the photos if that's easier for you. That's um, RunnerGirlsPodcast at gmail.com. I, I, I find that if I deviate from the script that I've written down in the outline, like I can't remember what anything is anymore. So now I'm like, wait, what is the other thing? Um, Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> you can post with hashtag RunnerGirlsPhoto um, to Instagram, and we will find that too. Or um, you know, send them to us on Facebook. But um, Twitter's probably better. That way we're not like clogging up the Facebook feed. So yeah, just, just share them with us on Twitter if you're on Twitter. But yeah, that's the scavenger hunt. Up next, we have feedback. Our first email comes from Kimberly D. And she writes, Hi, ladies. I just wanted to say I love your podcast. Never did I think I would want to run a half marathon until after hearing you girls talk about your training and your races. I am training for my first half marathon, which I plan on doing rock and roll Las Vegas if the funds allow me to. I'm finding myself having trouble getting up to get the runs in, but I'm still at the beginning of my training. I just wanted to say I would so join you if I could afford to and do a Ragnar Relay with you. It's on my bucket list, too. I'm also a huge history nerd like Katie. Yay! (laughs) And I had to look up the Hatfield-McCoy Marathon and Half Marathon after you mentioned it. It sounds interesting, but anything history-related sparks my interest. Anyway, good luck on your training and keep the podcast going. Yay, I'm so excited to hear that somebody else out there is a history buff, Kim. I always look up random things when they interest me. So good luck on your training. Let us know how the first half marathon goes. What a cool place to pick, right? Vegas. I mean, that would be awesome. So good luck and thanks for the feedback. Yeah, and we've got somebody all ready to do uh, Ragnar Relay with us if we end up doing that at some point, which is cool. We get getting a, uh, a few comments from people saying that they'd do a relay race, which I'm really excited. I, I wasn't sure if people would be interested or not, so I'm, I'm going to keep stoking that fire. Yes. Um, <laughs> up next, we got an email from Morgan, and Morgan says... Hey, Sue, Megan, and Katie. I loved your podcast about your running bucket lists, and it got me thinking about mine. It's definitely motivating as a fellow runner girl to hear about your running aspirations. While I haven't finished my list, what you girls said on the podcast about getting a group together to run a relay really spoke to me and got me thinking. I am an Army wife and live in Columbus, Georgia, and there is a 260-mile run across Georgia every year called Run for the Heroes. And she links to a Facebook page for that, which we'll put in the show notes. The run starts in Savannah at Fort Stewart and ends in Columbus at Fort Benning. This run is on my bucket list, both for the cause and because the route is scenic and really pretty. And kind of, sort of, flat, I think. (laughs) Uh, She's trying to sell me on that, I think. Right. (laughs) And if you girls are looking for uh, a relay run in the next year or two, I wanted to suggest considering the run for heroes partially because if you did run it i'd want to be part of your relay team and partially because the location being kind of central except for you sue (laughs) 
Keep up the amazing, relatable, and inspiring podcasts. Hearing you girls is the highlight of my week. Love and happy running. Morgan, a fellow wannabe runner girl. So I thought that was really sweet. And I'm definitely going to look up this um, run for the heroes. So definitely want to support the troops. That's a cool idea. And um, she says it's 260 miles. I know a lot of the Ragnars are about 200. I'm wondering, like, how much more of a strain is that going to put on each additional person? I guess if there's 12 people running, an extra 60 miles is an extra 5 miles apiece, right? Right. Yeah. So if each leg is about 5 or 6 miles, then you might end up doing, like, 4 legs instead of 3. Or longer legs each. Or maybe you could do do a bigger team. <laughs> just that's true, too. How would yeah. that work? So that's Georgia. Is that ne- anywhere near you, Katie? Yes. Well, it starts in Savannah, she said, and Savannah's just about three hours from me. So, yeah, not a bad drive at all. Um, And then I drive through Columbus on my way to Alabama to visit my sister. It always because when I drive by Fort Benning, I think of the Walking Dead. Oh, yes. (laughs) And I'm always like, oh, look out for walkers. But um, (laughs) but that's pretty much like cutting right across the state. It would be a really pretty run, I'm sure. Wow. And is it is it kind of sort of flat? Um, in parts, in parts. (laughs) Just on my parts, right? (laughs) Right. You could pick the flat legs, so. Although I'm the one who has the most hill running experience, probably. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, that's cool. That's definitely a race to keep in mind then. So thanks, Morgan. Our last feedback is a tweet from Leonie Bossman on Twitter, and she says, Megan, I have a Black & Decker blender that was less than $50. It's super easy to clean and blends really, really well. Thank you for the blender recommendation. (laughs) I'm going to have to look into that. So you haven't decided on the Vitamix yet? No, I haven't. I saw a Nutribullet, too, which was only 100 And it's more mini, and it's got, like, totable cups and stuff that you can blend in. And then it turns into a cup you can just take away with you that's sort of like the mason jar thing you know with with a regular blender if you twist off the blender holder you can twist on um a mason jar and and blend right in that and then you can unscrew it and take your cup with you i've done that before it's pretty fun but my blender isn't that heavy duty as a vitamix so (laughs) (laughs) um but the nutribullet i haven't heard of that it was at bed bath and beyond it's more mainstream, I guess. Oh. I feel <laughs> like I've seen an enough. infomercial on that, too. Probably, yes. Mm-hmm. So um, so did you decide to get that, or are you still... I'm still out on it. Okay. Until I can uh, talk myself into spending the money. <laughs> <laughs> I almost talked myself into buying a kick. KitchenAid mixer the other day. (laughs) I know I mentioned that on the last show. Like, that's my Vitamix. (laughs) The the KitchenAid um, mixers. And they come in all sorts of pretty colors. And I saw one at Target and it was like hot pink. And I was like, I have the money. I could do it. And I'm like, no, Sue. Not yet. (laughs) So I didn't, but I wanted to. (laughs) But this isn't relevant. So, um, so yeah, we'll um, stay tuned for, for next week to find out if you've gotten yourself a blender. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's it for this week. Uh, I have a quote here, and this is from 
Buddha, I guess, um, or at least that's what Pinterest tells me. And the quote is, each morning we are born again. What we do today is what matters most. And after the last couple of weeks I had, I, re I really like this because it allows you to basically tells you not to dwell on the past and, and, and make the most of today. And so I'm not going to stress out about what may or may not have happened yesterday. I can just focus on today and move forward. And um, I think that's very helpful as a runner because sometimes we we have periods where we don't do what we, we had hoped. And um, it, it can be easy to let that get you down. But um, focusing on today is much more um, positive attitude to have and one that I need to try to remember sometimes. So so that's what I went with this week. All right, Katie, take it away. All right, that's it for episode seven of season three. Be sure to join us next week when we'll be talking about food. If you have any comments, you can email us at runnergirlspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at facebook.com slash runnergirlspodcast or tweet to us at runnergirlsshow on Twitter. All episodes will be available at runnergirlspodcast.com and on iTunes. Thanks for listening. Now go outside and run.